0: it's about getting out there like yeah it's awesome to be on like a very high performance board that gets you down and you know have the best paddle but it's about the family you create about going out and being on the river and just always having those people there that care about you it's a very opening community so there's simple things that you know create borders almost Mm.
1: What's up, everyone? Paul Clark here. Sup, Paul? This is the 47th episode of the Sup, Paul podcast. We're coming live, so to speak, from the banks of the Nolichucky River. I'm with Michelle and Cohen Atkins, the sup king and queen of the Whitewater Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're talking about river paddleboarding. we're talking about style we're talking about having fun and we're also talking about the complexities of working in the industry as a sponsored athlete is there such thing as a sponsored athlete i don't know let's talk to michelle and Cohen about it recording rock and rollin michelle and cohen atkins welcome to the van for this first live Seth paul podcast it's uh well live in person at least as opposed to a zoom call or a telephone definitely That's it's nice. a pleasure to be here thanks for having us and i'm super stoked uh, to talk with you too as a couple uh maybe could i even describe you as the the king and queen of river paddleboarding <laughs>
2: If you want to, <laughs> but
1: I don't know if we can I don't own know that, we title. that title quite yet. Uh, the, the the original king and queen was of course Dan Gavir and uh, Nikki Greg back in the, the early two thousands, and they were running around across the country doing SUP clinics and a variety of things. As the the sport of river paddleboarding uh, grows and becomes more popular and more accessible to everybody, I think uh, you could definitely take the title of king and queen <laughs> of river paddleboarding. And Cohen, you in particular have, uh, I think, inspired me in many ways. I've traveled a lot documenting river paddleboarding from Japan to, uh, well, North Carolina and everywhere in between Chile, New Zealand, Europe. A lot of people take the sport of paddleboarding very seriously. There's technique, there's whatever it is. There's sponsorship money, kind of. There's branding issues. There's, you know, people take it seriously. What I've been impressed by you is that you take it like it's a a sport to play with and have fun. I've seen some of your content from the Whitewater Center in Charlotte where you're based. You do 360s. You spin. You do a variety of things, jibbing on the walls. You look like you have fun. And since following you down the channels a couple of times with my GoPro strapped to my head. I've been stoked to see that your your enthusiasm... I'm talking too much. No, (laughs) definitely, dude. So,
2: I think the idea of it being a playful sport is something that is super important. And trying to do things that are different or you may fall doing them are worth it because... You're ultimately out there to have fun. You should never be embarrassed with whatever you do on a paddleboard. And you always have to remember that you're not there... shouldn't be out there to impress anybody. You should be out there doing what you love because you love doing it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and you definitely seem that. And every time I've seen you paddling at the Whitewater Park, whether it be a a race or just a casual run, you have the biggest smile (laughs) on your face, (laughs) Michelle.
0: Well, if you're not smiling, you know, you might be getting stressed out, or you could be getting stressed out, you're thinking about something else, you just want to be present and in the moment, and there might be people recording you or pointing at you and laughing at you, but kind of just roll with it.
1: And at the Whitewater Center, there could be thousands of people yeah. watching <laughs> you run through this concrete jungle of Whitewater.
0: Yep, there there are. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I think that made it a very extremely difficult place to learn for her yeah. and for me is because
0: People are watching you mess up, and they're watching you like eat shit or get <laughs> crashed by a raft, or just not know what you're doing, and just figuring it out and honing in on your your flow, kind of, and just getting yeah. in the role of it all.
2: And then once you figure it out, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It does.
1: <laughs> I, I do find that again. Going back to the seriousness of it, people take anything too seriously, and like if they feel like they're not succeeding, they get really stressed and frustrated. How do you not get frustrated when you swim in front of hundreds of people?
0: Yeah, I mean you do. You obviously <laughs> do. <laughs> but you just you gotta shake it off and take a deep breath and just try again. You know, maybe have a beer. Whatever <laughs> you need. But yeah. yeah, you just.
2: I think take that- it, as it comes if you realize the difficulty of what you're doing out there, any little fall is so tiny. People are still, A, amazed they're seeing a sport they've never seen before. Like, holy crap, you can do that? It's possible for you to stand up and go down white water? And that gets people interested in trying maybe the sport out themselves. Um, So if, you know, regardless of what they think of you, you're already doing something that most people... Or I think is intimidating
1: they to even They don't even know child. it's possible. Yeah.
0: Truly, they're just and culture shocked. And the
1: Whitewater Center, I think, introduces a lot of the southeast to rafting and whitewater in general it's a concrete series of of whitewater channels but you know you have people from Atlanta and all over the southeast Mm -hmm. coming in, running whitewater for their first time in a park Mm -hmm. literally with zip liners behind them and things (laughs) like that is this where Michelle is this where you got your taste in whitewater
0: yeah it is well for a while scared of it honestly I like natural rivers better but once you realize how much you can really get you can learn there just redo something over and over again until you really feel comfortable. It helps you out on a real river. Your confidence level is just, you know, you had to believe that you can do it before you can really do it. So it helps you out. Truly. I've seen.
1: <laughs> was a uh, paddleboard your first whitewater craft?
0: It was my first craft.
1: And why that? Why, why a paddleboard? Was it because of this guy,
0: this guy, <laughs> this guy has a big saying it. But yeah, <laughs> this guy got me started for sure and has taught me everything I know, and I wouldn't be here without him. That's for sure.
1: How did Cohen? How did you get started in river paddleboarding in whitewater?
2: At the Whitewater Center. Yeah. So I worked in the Flatwater Dock, and my um, manager was Trey Knight, and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. watched me play around on the flat water, and he was like, "Dude, you gotta go try this out. You need to go try try it up here," and I failed miserably, horribly the first three or four times I ever did it, I hated it. I was like, what am I doing?
0: Same. <laughs> I, I really almost
2: quit, I almost quit. And then I went back like the fifth day and I made it through the first two or three rapids and it felt amazing. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is awesome. And I, I it has taken me so long to be as efficient of a paddler as I am. And it blows me away to see Michelle learn what i've taken five six seven years to learn but she's picked it up in maybe two years and able to go run the nolichucky gorge Mm -hmm. and make it down the whole wilderness side of the whitewater center without swimming it's it just blows my mind and it makes me so proud and happy to see her succeed and her have fun because because
0: it is challenging and there is a curve that you have to learn and not i didn't skateboard i didn't kayak. I didn't do any of that. So just jumping on a paddleboard is kind of like, okay. Like, <laughs> you gotta smile because yeah. if you're not doing that. And you guys like, are
1: really good at encouraging each other. What I've seen, you guys are really good at encouraging each other and celebrating each other. Can this be a couple sport? You guys are a couple. So I think that's a, a unique and novel thing. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you
0: uh, yeah. mm. about. It's, um, it's a lifestyle. I feel like. Mm-hmm. like you might be living out of your van and you might be you know, running rivers. It's not necessarily shiny and bright, but you make what you got with mm-hmm. your person. Mm-hmm. You have fun.
2: I think we just love spending time together. That's like, we spend every day together. We work together. So being apart is both unusual for us.
0: Yeah, so being um, together on the river feels so maybe like she very just comforting. Got, mm.
2: Very comforting. And I guess she got like pulled into it because of yeah. me. <laughs> Because like she, she wanted to, I guess, spend time with me, and she was willing to do and try something that she, maybe she was terrified of. But so
0: scared, but yeah, it also pulls you in too. The mm-hmm. sport, yeah, is addictive. Running whitewater is addictive. You know, like it's fun. You're using your body. You're using different muscles. Like it's just good to be out there using it.
1: So you got your whitewater paddleboarding experience from the concrete jungle. That's I call the whitewater center in Charlotte, but we're now on the banks of the Nolichucky, the mighty Nolichucky river. Uh, you're going to do some surfing and, and paddling this weekend uh, where the van is parked and we're recording this episode, but you also got married here, right?
2: Yeah, did. it was magical. Best time of my life for sure.
0: Yeah. I can't believe we got to get married here and it's very special. Like when, you know, it's a dream to do that, and then uh, to be able to come back and just kind of relive those moments, and just always have this place to be able to come to. It you guys appear feels like tight.
1: Help. You seem to be really going with the flow together. You work together
0: we work every day. day. Every
1: day, mm-hmm. uh, you travel together. together in a van. <laughs> <laughs> you live on a boat we're at a marina. square feet. Yep. Yep. We're, we're definitely t-
0: tight knit group. But
1: remind me how old you are.
0: Twenty eight.
1: Yeah. 28?
0: Yep. Yeah, it
2: turned 28. Okay, cool, <laughs> yeah
1: Going
0: on 29. Yeah. You.
2: It's crazy.
0: Yeah. We're still figuring it out, but life is fun. I think we're really lucky. It's not necessarily easy. Paddleboarding's not easy, but you find your flow and make the most of it.
1: Find your flow and make the the most of it. Uh, what I what I see a lot about this is this sport standing up on a river uh, There's not a lot of flow. A lot of people really <laughs> make it look hard uh, When you're my age almost 50 uh, You already have a, a stiff back and you, and, and you walk on land like an old person and that translates I think uh, at least with me on, on the water, but you guys have such a good flow You seem to make it look easy, which is mm. why I want to photograph you more uh, We'll talk about that here in a second, but <laughs> But uh, how, do, how, do, how important is style to your to your lifestyle, as well as uh, style on the river? Making it look easy.
2: A, it's not. <laughs> Life and paddleboarding is not easy, so it's incredibly difficult to make it look easy. I think that's just comes with doing it a lot. Um,
0: you just get comfortable. Yeah. It feels like you know Won't you, you tr- got your stance. You st- get in position kind of and you just roll with it I don't yeah I think it's kind of just yeah. move around
1: just move around <laughs> the, the, I always <laughs> describe the board as a as a canvas for your self-expression mm-hmm. yeah but I have to say Having the whitewater park that you train in and paddle in so regularly, it's like a ski area, lap after lap after lap. You know the lines. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of memorization, and I think that gives you confidence where people who don't have that type of facility, Mm -hmm. uh, and those type of facilities are growing. There's one in Oklahoma City. I think one is being built in Alabama. Auckland, New Zealand has one, but the Whitewater Center in Charlotte is certainly the first. Uh, With all of its unique challenges like the rough concrete that will thrash Mm -hmm. your equipment and and your flesh. But, uh, lap after lap after lap really gives you that confidence and gives you that style. How does that translate to a real river, so to speak?
2: It's much different, even though the whitewater center will give you that confidence, which is I think a key component into looking in a state of flow on the river is to have a a confidence in your ability but the Whitewater Center can only give you the confidence in so much that as to run a rapid. It's a completely different story running five, seven, nine miles of a wild wilderness river. And that can be a whole different learning curve where you actually have to understand river dynamics and how the water is getting channeled down more than one line that you can oftentimes choose, where at the Whitewater Center you have maybe line and you go. one line, two lines, three lines, because you're hitting the rapid on a different side of it. But I think that's the biggest difference. Yeah.
0: yeah, I find that challenging because I never really been on a river when I picked this board <laughs> up. So you get out there and you're like, oh my gosh, where do I go? So that's, a, that's something I'm always working on is just reading the river
1: yeah uh, that's i think what a lot of people work on and when you get into that flow of anticipating what the river is going to do is fantastic in, mm-hmm. the, in charlotte you could walk in the middle of your river <laughs> yeah <laughs> in, in the smearing. concrete you just like if you fall you get up and you don't want to swim mm-hmm. you just want to stand and you could do that and there's no leashes you and don't so i think your leash. uh that's interesting going to uh the the next topic do you describe yourself as a professional paddleboarder mm Mm.
2: yes and under not underappreciated by the industry or the sport underappreciated because the i guess the sport isn't big enough so to call yourself a professional am i making any money doing it am i making a living off of it no but i think i've reached almost the height of the abilities within the sport so saying have I? am I a master or am I mastering the sport in a professional way where it, yes but am I a professional athlete no I just enjoy doing it and I love honing my craft and I love getting better at it
1: and that, that kind of reiterates what I tell people when they say how do I do what you're doing how do I become a professional river paddle boarder how do I get sponsorship and I tell them there is no such thing yeah. uh, I, I work for a brand uh i'm on the clock when i'm doing stuff yeah. for that brand uh and i've been fortunate to align with those brands but uh yeah i'm not even a professional even though this is my my living yeah. i wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's I'm, I'm a professional content creator I'm a brand, f- yeah. you know yeah. I, i'm marketing <laughs> and I, I i rep for paddleboard brands yeah you guys on the other hand like, you're, you're the athletes, so you've aligned with Badfish and other brands, Sawyer Paddles, to, you know, allow you to do what you have, have that canvas for them. But what I've found really interesting, this is really one I want to talk to you guys about too, uh, the, the dirt of the industry is not a very supportive industry. And I'm going to be honest with this. Uh, your videos, Cohen, over the last six months since I've been in the Southeast, have gotten the most traction on my social media. People see you like, that's what, ah, I'm interested. Like I was saying Mm -hmm. to you earlier, like I've seen grandmas react to it Mm -hmm. and kids react like, oh, that's paddleboarding. That was fantastic. How do I get involved in that? Well, my sponsors, for the lack of a better term, the brand that I work with, uh, they reached out to me and said, okay, contractual obligation time. You cannot have competing brands in your social media.
0: Super unfortunate. Which is super unfortunate. Just because that's how you make money too. Like if you post a video that gets so many shares and views and you put this whole thing together like you're a media creator like yes you have contracts but mm-hmm. it's hard yeah, it's so there's hard. there's got to be a way
2: to grow the sport
0: yeah
1: and i think that the way to grow the sport includes sponsorship but you also have to have that that old stain that doesn't quite work bros not brands we've mm-hmm. tried that before and there's always there's always issues with that uh but like this old ski movies they would be sponsored by k2 and rosin i think if we're i mean you have to make movies so mm-hmm. let's make a movie together
2: right i'm down let's make <laughs> a let's movie instead there. of
1: instead of being little in social media we should uh create something bigger that's beyond the brands and more about the lifestyle i back. think that'd be a lot of fun
0: because it is a lifestyle yeah it is it's about getting out there like yeah it's awesome to be on like a very high performance board that gets you down and you know have the best paddle but it's about the family you create about going Mm -hmm. out and being on the river and just always having those people there that care about you it's a very opening community so there's simple things that you know create borders almost
1: yeah that's well said uh you know we're paddleboarders but we're limited <laughs> by the, the borders yeah. of our own boundaries industry boundaries or mm-hmm. whatnot let's let's uh and for the the audience that listens to this uh find a brand that you could align with for sure but most importantly find the people yeah. and and the flow that encourages mm-hmm that community you encourages your partner encourages your friends
2: and it should be a team effort by everybody in the industry how not do we sell one board over the other but how do we sell more how do we sell the sport to get more people involved and i think that's one of the reasons there are so many problems with the branding issues that the industry is so small where
0: but like if it wasn't for people like Jack and Paul, like you guys get us out on the river. Y'all show up, you guys are there. I know it's only here where we go, but like you guys get people out on out there. Mm-hmm. You get me out there. Like you get our friends out there, which the more the merrier. And it's mm-hmm. great
1: to see more and more people like uh Davide Sartoni in Reno, who's doing international trips on paddle boards now. Rita Boychuk in British Columbia, who's really encouraging people to be on the river safely and do more expeditions. Rita's been on the podcast like, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I've paddled with her. She's just a fantastic energy for the sport. Definitely. Uh, yet there's branding issues, mm-hmm. even with these people, uh, you know, Davide Paddle's holler. Rita Paddle's badfish. Yeah. Can the two unite? Well, I wish we could <laughs> unite. So, yeah, as as I'm just blabbering on this, like, I think the purpose, my purpose in the near future will be, um, you know, building the community as much as I can while at the same time remaining professional, remaining loyal to the, the people who've been uh, loyal to me, oh, uh, the really? brands that have been loyal to me.
2: Yeah, I think that's a huge word, is loyalty, you know. Um it does not matter what brand it is there is a reason why you align or you you go there's a reason why you align with a brand and that is because usually they helped you out when you weren't there you didn't have anything and they were the people that came and picked you up when you you wanted to get started and so it's it's uh it's a huge loyalty thing and It really has nothing to do with what's better or who has the better board or whatever. But um, yeah, I wish we could find a way to bridge the borders
1: and make it it a neutral subject, yeah. And in a time of where we get sure, uh, right. we get uh, violence, the Oscars, and bombing in Ukraine, and all the random stuff that's happening in the world, I think paddleboarding more than a, a is as a canvas for self-expression should be a, a diplomatic canvas. Yeah, I want to go to Iran on a paddleboard. You want to come with me?
2: Yeah, that'd be pretty
1: cool. Can we go to scary. North Korea? Can we be ambassadors for the sport? Yeah. Uh, can, can we, we be back? like human ambassadors with with, uh, with river travel? I think I've become a better person because of my travels on the river. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I can
0: agree with that.
2: Definitely worry more about our river systems. Mm. That's a huge aspect, I think. If you could get behind that, it helped me get behind that.
0: You just become aware with a lot of other problems that we're seeing too, which, you know, you can be a voice. We have a friend, Don's up, they go around. They're flat water paddlers, but they're always cleaning up the rivers. They're Mm -hmm. always, they're activists. So we can just all unite and try to share that stoke and spread the good news and just be the person you want to see. Yeah. As much as you can, you know, just like, we want the world to be better. So like, you have to be better to the world. Like you have to spread that kind of stuff around, you know, to tell everybody, you know, just tell them what. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm I've, I've taking too much of your time.
1: Let's actually end there with the, the the positive words of of Michelle Atkins. Be the be the the person you want to see. And as far as you know, the athletics, or the paddleboarding, or whatever, let that be the the canvas for allowing you to do that. Yeah. Thank I you agree. so much for joining me in the Thank van you, Paul. on this you, Paul. beautiful Saturday day. That's let's it's go so paddle. Yeah, let's That's go fair. Fair. <laughs> 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 Thanks guys. That was that fun. That yeah. Took a second to get us. Yeah.